Hey guys, happy new year and welcome to the No Easy Way Out podcast 2020. We are excited to bring you uh, a new season in 2020 and uh, it is a new year, but it is also a new decade and we are excited about what is happening here at the No Easy Way Out podcast as well as what is happening at our company AZ Business Solutions. Now it's been about a month since we've done our last podcast. We've been taking some time planning out season two and we have some exciting guests and some exciting topics to discuss. But I wanted to get on here for a minute today and talk about New Year's resolutions. Now I know New Year's resolutions get a really bad rap. I don't even like using the word because typically when you hear the word New Year's resolution, you assume something that people set on January 1st and then usually by January 3rd, January 4th, they've fallen off the wagon. And so we're going to just talk about setting goals, setting some goals for yourself. You know, there's nothing really different about January 1st. It's just another day on the calendar, but it always seems like a fresh start, a new beginning. It seems like another opportunity to get going on something that you either fell off in the last year or something that you want to be doing. And it just seems like a good time to start those things. There's a verse in the Bible that I really love that says, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. To me, that verse really depicts what a new year brings. Forgetting those things that are in the past. Just forget 2019. Forget about the things you did do and the things you didn't do. Uh, and it's not that we completely let them go to our mind, but we, we're going to reach forth unto those things which are before. We're going to push toward the future. And so I think it's important that each and every one of you do set some goals. Have some things that you're going to try to achieve this year. And we're going to talk in a minute about really some tips about setting goals. But, for, uh, but first, I, I got our, our buddy here, the guy that's usually behind the camera, Zach Snyder. Zach, welcome to the podcast. Hello. It's great to be here. Uh, this is Zach's second time being on the podcast. Normally, he's behind the cameras and uh, behind the screen, get, making sure everything goes well. Today, we got my son, Micah, back there. So uh, hopefully, he doesn't blow it. He's really good at this kind of stuff, though. So I'm sure he's going to do a great job. But uh, I wanted to have Zach on here. I, I actually sent him a text this morning of my 2019 goals and I haven't looked at these in a while I was making it a practice to look at my goals daily and just to be honest I kind of fell off uh, that uh, sometime probably around October Uh, just in the busyness of life the busyness of schedule uh, I just haven't really been looking at them and so I sent them to Zach and I'm going to have him go through them one at a time and I want to be accountable here and see how I did on my own goals these are goals that I set at the beginning of last year probably December 30th December 31st for 2019 and I want to see how I did on those so uh, I'm just going to be honest he's going to tell me what the first goals are or the goals were and then I'll tell you how I did Zach go ahead all right so the first goal you have on here was to lose 50 pounds lose 50 pounds well so if, how'd that go well if, if any of you have been following me you know and even probably since the last time you see me on camera uh, my face is a little bit smaller it's gone from like a basketball to a volleyball and uh, I have indeed as of uh, like December 12th I had lost 52 pounds mm. and now it's been the holiday I haven't looked at the uh, at the scale uh, in the last couple of days although I have been working out and eating pretty well you know I've had a few delicious holiday meals but I am proud to say that thanks to Fitness Coliseum and the regiment they set for me there that I lost 52 pounds this year and uh, actually losing some weight is one of my goals for this year. Great so. work, man. Great work. And listen, that goal to lose weight has been like a New Year's resolution for like the last 15 years, and I've never done it. So this is the first year I've actually accomplished that goal. It's good stuff. All right, what's next? Hit me with the next one. Okay, the next one on here is get Marissa to college safely. Marissa, our oldest daughter, who we adopted, um, we had uh, last year the goal was to get her to college, to get her through high school. 
which we're proud to say she graduated with a 4.0. Uh, and then we took a little road trip with the fam and we got her down to Pensacola Christian College in Florida. She just got back a couple days ago from her first semester. She's doing very well. Uh, she's learning quickly that college is a little harder than high school. But we got her there, got through her first semester, and she'll be going back to school in about three weeks. So, so you did that one too? Got that one there. Two for two. The next one here is take the family on a road trip for one week. Well, we mentioned uh, as we went down to Florida, it's kind of a, we've kind of tried to make a tradition in the past few years. Instead of just going on a, a vacation to do road trips with the kids, we like to travel and see different things. And so we've done the East Coast, and we've done a few others, but this year we decided to do a Southern road trip. And uh, on the way down to college, we went to Cedar Point and we went to Nashville and we went to the Corvette Museum because my oldest son loves Corvettes. And we went to the Air Force Museum and uh, a couple other stops along. We went to the beach in Pensacola. Uh, so yeah, we did a road trip with the family. Actually, it was closer to two weeks and it was a lot of fun and it left me broke afterwards. <laughs> Completely broke. Yeah. So far you're nailing it, man. Yeah. Okay. So um, the fourth one on here is to increase your credit score by 100 points. Whew. Well, listen, when you start a new business, uh, you put all your credit, you put everything on credit cards, you go from a good salary to no salary and no guarantee. So the first couple years of my business were tough and it really, my credit score took a big hit. And uh, this year, thanks to our good buddy, Mr. Enthusiasm, Chuck, Chuck Dodge, Dodge. Shout out. Uh, he actually does some credit repair and uh, he helped me with that. And uh, as of a week ago, December 18th, my credit score was up like 114 points. Uh, so still has a ways to go to get it where I want it, but happy to say that that goal has been attained. Um, and so I'm pretty excited about that. So yeah. thank you, Chuck Dodge. And uh, it looks like I'm nailing it so far. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. you're f uh, five for five, I believe. Okay, so let's see if you do this one. Play in a basketball league slash tournament with Micah and Isaiah. Okay, so this is one. My, my boys love basketball, and I had set a goal to me in the year to put myself in some sort of a league or a tournament with them because I knew it would help me lose weight. I hate getting on a treadmill. I hate, this was before I knew about fitness Coliseum. Uh, I hate doing anything that is just extended periods of running. So I, I love playing basketball. I thought I'll get in a league. And uh, I started just going to some open gym with them. And then we actually did sign up for a YMCA league and a three on three league in Durand. And uh, we played in it. We didn't do well. I think we won one game the whole season. But you but played I, in it, though. I right? played in it. I had it's the only high schoolers on a team in the league. So there was a few. We actually we won, we won one game, and it was against the team that won the championship. So we're pretty proud of that. Um, <laughs> so you yeah, were the I, champions, basically. <laughs> I, we basically we should be the champions <laughs> with our one and twelve record. But it was a lot of fun, and I think it really helped the boys uh, playing against bigger guys. It's helped their game, and it was a lot of fun. And it did help kick off my my weight loss journey. Mm -hmm. Awesome. All right, you only got three more to go here. You said to you wanted to take the boys on a hiking slash gun shooting trip. Yeah, I uh, one of our deacons, uh, Dave Baldwin, has a hunting property uh, just north of Owasso here, and he allowed us to use his property to go out and do a little shooting. Uh, we didn't do any hiking necessarily, but we got to shoot the guns, do some clay pigeons, and sit around the fire and talk about life and uh, some things that we had some goals for ourselves. So I did accomplish it. I didn't necessarily get to do the full trip that I wanted, but we did do like an overnighter, and it was a lot of fun. So one counts? I think we can count it, yeah. Okay, all right. You also said you wanted to find a hobby to do with Danica, your wife. Yeah, after 16, 17 years of marriage, uh, you know, we started having kids right away, and so we, we don't necessarily have common interests. The things that she likes are not necessarily the things that I like. Um, and we do a lot of things uh, 
Like I'll go to something because she likes it or she'll come to a basketball game because I like it, but it's not necessarily that we have the same hobby. So I wanted to find something that the two of us could do together. And it turned out that going to Fitness Coliseum together was kind of the culmination of that goal. Um, I used to not enjoy working out with my wife at all because um, we just have two different styles. We'd go to um, Planet Fitness or the YMCA and uh, she was more of a extended cardio type person and I was more or less do some weights and neither one of us were seeing results and so it wasn't something I enjoyed but we decided to do this fitness journey together. We actually made a video that we're going to be sharing. Uh, some of you have seen it already but I wanted to show it again because uh, it was a cool thing that we accomplished this year, but it talks about our, our six-week challenge that we took at Fitness Coliseum, and then uh, after the six-week challenge, we've just done it, and we both enjoy going to the gym together. It's kind of become part of our uh, weekly uh, ritual. We go a couple times a week, and so, yeah, that's our hobby. We, we, mm -hmm. we work out together, and never did I think working out would be a hobby of mine, mm -hmm. and I still don't enjoy it, but I enjoy doing it with my wife. Very nice, very nice. Okay, so the last one on here from 2019 New Year's resolutions was to buy a hotel. Buy a hotel. That's a pretty tall order there. Yeah, uh, those of you who know me closely know that I spent about 10 years in the hospitality industry, and it's an industry that I know I left the industry because, uh, to be honest with you, it's very demanding. As a general manager, I was working 80, 90 hours a week, and I just missed out on a lot of my family uh, when they were younger. And I feel like there's this big gap in my life of things that I missed out on my kids when they were younger. And so I left that so that I could kind of be in charge of my own schedule, my own time. That's why I started AZ Business Solutions. But I've always had a longing to go back into the hotel industry in a different role as an owner, not as a general manager. I've turned down a lot of job offers to be a general manager. But uh, because I know the industry, and I've had a great deal of success and I wanted to own my own hotel. And so I just said, you know what, I'm going to put this goal to buy a hotel. And nothing presented itself. Uh, I don't have that kind of money laying around. But an opportunity back in probably April presented itself to buy a, a hotel and uh, something that I started working on uh, with a partner. And um, we have been working on it. Uh, thought we might close in September and then October and then November and, and then January. And now it's looking like we might be able to close on it in February or March, uh, but things happen that continue to delay the process. And I'm a big believer in uh, if this is something that God wants for my life, it's going to happen. So I'm not trying to overly push it, but it is something that I've put on my 2020 goals. It's something that I was working towards, but I can't say that I've made it happen. I would say we're probably 80% of the way there, uh, but that last 20% has a lot of room for error, a margin for error. It could not happen. It could fall through. Uh, but I still have this goal that if I don't get this particular hotel that I'm looking at, that I would like to get a hotel because it just makes sense. It's something that I enjoy. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, so you were did, like, I did you not were like right there, man, right, for all your goals. Right there. I was so close on that one. So were those your actual goals or do you just make believe now that you already made those goals? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just tried to think of everything I did and then wrote down <laughs> a bunch of goals. But uh, I could show you in my notes where those yeah. were added uh, December 30th or December nice 31st work, yeah. of last year. And, and here's why I think it's important, and this is why I want to transition to talking about my 2020 goals. I think it's important that you have goals. Again, resolution, if that's the word you want to use, or some people call them New Year's determinations or whatever you want to call it. I think it's important that you have some things because a lot of those things I would not have done had I not set in my mind that I want to do this. I want to take my boys on a trip. I want to go on a road trip with my – these are just practical things even. 
uh, I want to lose 50 pounds. Again, that's been my goal for, well, I guess I would say 15 years ago, it was lose 20 pounds. And then each year is like another five pounds that I needed to lose added to it. And really, I probably needed to lose more like 70 pounds, but I started with the 50. And so I think it's important that you set some things in your mind uh, that you want to accomplish. And then unlike my last couple of months, I was looking at these like once a week and knowing that those things were there and present in my mind were allowing or were, were forcing my daily decision making. When you have kind of a vision for where you want to go, it, it, it affects your daily decision making and allows you to uh, make determinations based on where you're trying to go. And so if you don't know where you're going, you're not going to end up in the right destination. So it's important that you just set something. And we're going to talk again in a second about setting some practical, some, some practical tips for setting goals. But I want to share with you some accountability, my 2020 goals. This way next year, we don't even have to read them. We can go back to the video and we can look at, here's what I said I wanted to do in 2020, not just an arbitrary written down thing. But here's what I want to do in 2020. I want to lose another 25 pounds. I want to do it by summer. I want to, before summer hits, which I guess the official summer date is June 22nd or whatever, I want to lose 25 pounds. That'll put me right about my target weight. Uh, I would like to buy a hotel still. I'm going to move that one on to the next year because I didn't accomplish it. I want to do that by March 1st. Uh, another thing I like to do practically, I'd like to get a camper for my family. We had a camper years ago, um, and we sold it because it was a fifth wheel. and We didn't have a pickup to pull it. We had planned to buy another one, and we just never did. And, of course, that money got spent. Uh, and so I'd like to get a camper for the family. We enjoy camping, and it's something when we had a camper, we did it quite regularly. And because we don't have one now, we just don't do it. So I'd like to get a camper. Uh, this is a goal that I set with Fitness Coliseum, and I have some accountability on this one, is drink a gallon of water every day. When I first started on my fitness journey, I was doing that, and lately I've gotten off that path, and I was feeling much better doing that. So I'm going to try to get back to drinking a a gallon of water every day. I've also set some financial goals for myself. I'm not going to share the specifics of those because it's a little too personal, but some financial goals for my business as well as for myself. Uh, and I did do that last year as well. And I didn't have Zach read those for a reason. And I will tell you that the two goals that I set for myself financially, the goal that I set for myself personally, and the goal that I set for my business, I did not hit either one of those goals. Uh, one, I was much closer to than the other. Um, but I've kind of realigned what those goals are for this year, and I'm going to try again. And just because you don't meet it doesn't mean it was the wrong goal. It just means maybe it was the wrong time or maybe the wrong amount, but I do have some financial goals set for myself. Uh, I do have that I want to go on another road trip with the family in August. Um, we're looking at maybe doing a West Coast road trip this year. Like I said, we've done the East Coast, we've done the Midwest, we've done the South, and now we're looking at maybe doing like the West Coast, like maybe Seattle Oregon Trail, the Redwood Forest, maybe something like that. So uh, working on those things now. Uh, one of the things that my wife and I have talked about is we want to, I want to take my wife on a date night twice a month. And boy, when you have six kids and they all play sports and there's things happening, it's really easy to just forget about your spouse. And uh, we just got back from a two day just trip. We went down to Auburn Hills spent the night down there, did some shopping and just relaxed. And it was really nice to just have that alone time with her. And so we just determined that in 2020, we're going to pick two nights a month and we're going to go on a date. No kids, just the two of us. Uh, I also want to take my daughters out on a, a lunch day or a dinner date, uh, just a, a night with daddy uh, one time a month. I want to do that with the girls as they're getting older. Of course, the ones in college, so she don't, she won't get to do that maybe when she's home in the summer. But my two younger daughters, I'd like to take them 
to do something with them once a month. Um, I'd like to do something active with my boys once a week, whether that's go play basketball or something like that. I imagine it probably will be basketball because that's all they want to do and it's something we enjoy. But I want to do something active with my boys once per month. And then this last one is a big one. Now, this might surprise a lot of you, but I am 39 years old. That's not the surprise, but I've actually never purchased a home. Um, I've had a phobia my whole life of buying a house. I don't know why. I, uh, the whole marriage thing that most guys are afraid of, I jumped right into that at 22 years old, started having kids right away, six kids. I mean, crazy. But for some reason, I've always had this phobia of buying a home. It just seems so adult and so permanent. And I love the idea that if I wanted to tomorrow, I could up and move my family to California. Now, I don't want to go to California. I'm not planning on going to California, but I like the freedom of knowing I could. And to me, buying a house just seems so like, and, and it's my own personal uh, flaw and my own personal fear. And I've determined this year I'm, I'm going to overcome it. Uh, the home that I'm in right now, we bought on a land contract. So it's tr- technically not mine, but we're going to sell that. Uh, and then I am going to purchase my own home. I've been put here by April 1st. That's the goal. I'm already working with a mortgage company to try to get myself in the right position there. And we are going to buy a home by April 1st. And you have no idea how much that scares me. And, and and you might be thinking, why? It seems like such a small thing to you, but everybody has their thing. And for me, home ownership, you know, I've loved renting because something major breaks. They just come fix it. When I want to leave, I just leave. I don't have to worry about selling it. I don't have to worry about. Uh, but we have moved like 11 times in 17 years of marriage. And my wife is tired of it. And it's time. It's time for us to buy a home. We're going to settle down here in Owasso. I'm not going anywhere. And so... I will buy a home by April 1st. That's the plan. So, Zach, you heard it. you got to help keep me accountable. You've all heard it. So if you see me on the street, you can be like, hey, how's that home purchase going? How's how's the date nights happening? You know, just ask me. I I, I challenge and and welcome the accountability. uh, But set some goals this year. Set some goals for yourself that you can attain. I have here a couple of uh, uh, practical goals. These are not new, but when you're setting a goal, number one, be specific. Be specific about what the goal is. Don't just set some generic goal like, I want to be successful. Like everybody wants that. Or I want to make lots of money or whatever it is. Set something specific. Have it be clear and defined. I want to achieve this or I want to make this much money or I want to go to this place. Number two, um, <clears throat> have it be measurable. Uh, make sure that you can measure if you're actually accomplishing it. Again, if you just set the goal, I want to be successful, well, how do you measure what success is if you haven't determined that so make sure your goal is measurable uh, 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 with dates or amounts or specific size whatever Uh, and then make sure your goal is attainable make sure that it's something you can actually do don't say like for me to say i want to play in the nba next year like that's not an attainable goal and uh, it doesn't matter how hard i work or try i couldn't do that and so set a goal that's something that you could actually accomplish and make sure that it's possible Uh, Set a goal that's relevant, a goal that's relevant to your life, to your family, to the season of life that you're in. Maybe you have younger kids. Maybe you have older kids. Maybe you're retired. Maybe you're just starting out as an entrepreneur. You don't have any children at all. You're in a different season, but make sure the goal is relevant to where you're at in your life. Um, And then make sure it's time bound. Set a date. Now, maybe yours is by January 1st of 2021. That's okay. But make sure that goal is set time. I said here, buy a hotel by March 1st, buy a home by April 1st, drink a gallon of water every day, go on a date night twice a month, go on a date with my daughters once a month, 
do something else with my boys once a week. Like measurable, time-driven goals. These things will help you as you go into this year. And I really want to encourage you to challenge you to just set some goals. And so the last thing I want to share here is six things that every single entrepreneur, six goals that every entrepreneur should have in 2020. If you're listening and you're an entrepreneur or you have a business, because uh, this is what our audience is, and so I'm talking to you right now, these are six goals that you should have this year. And I want you to work on these. Number one is get a vision. Get a vision about what this year looks like, what your company looks like, what your employees look like, what your revenue stream looks like, your profits, your losses, your, your products, whatever. Get a vision for what you want out of life and what you want for your company out of life. Number two, very practical, get better at something you do often. Get better at it. Maybe your thing is, uh, for, for us, we build websites. So this year, I want to get better at building websites. Increase my capacity. Learn more about HTML. Learn about search engine optimization. Learn more about mobile optimization. Whatever it is, get better at something you do often. Maybe you sell clothing. Get better at selling clothing. Maybe you sell food. Get better at making the food and, and presenting the food. But get better at something you do often. Number three, Audit your 5 a.m. Your, I'm sorry, audit your 5 p.m. to 12 a.m. This is your downtime. Your 5 p.m. works done for some of you till your midnight. That's when you go to bed or around that time. Audit that. What am I spending my downtime doing? If you're not happy with where you're at in life, you're not happy with the level of success you've achieved, uh, achieved or the level of money that you're making, audit that time. What do I do in my downtime? What am I wasting my time on? Between 5 at night and 12 when I'm not on the clock, what am I doing? Am I spending it doing something valuable? Maybe you're spending time with your family and that's important to you. So that's a good use of your time. Maybe you're just watching five hours on Netflix every night or Hulu. And is that, if that's something that makes you happy and you want to do that, go for it. But I'm saying if, if, if you're doing that and also dissatisfied with where you're at in life, then one's got to go. And so do a, a real audit on that time, that downtime that you have and determine, I got to spend some of my downtime doing this and I got to get better at this. Number four, Practice self-awareness. If you've listened to me talk over our podcast and if you've known me for years, you know that self-awareness is one of my big things. I feel that so many people lack self-awareness. They're very good at talking about what they're good at, but they cannot admit their weaknesses. They think they're good at everything. They think they're a good leader in every scenario. They think they're a good entrepreneur in every field. They think they can do anything. And there's one thing to have confidence, but there's another thing to be unaware of, of who you are and what you are. And I'm a big believer here at focusing on my strengths and hiring my weaknesses. I'll give you a perfect example. I am not good with numbers. Terrible at it. For the first three years of my company, three and a half years, I managed all the finances. And it was a mess. My accountant every year would just like have a heart attack every time I brought in my books, if you even want to call it that. It was just a bunch of handwritten stuff. And so I hired Brenda Bruce and uh uh, no, she's a very detail-oriented person, uh, and she's very strong in organization and in, uh, in, in, in bringing things together and in numbers. And so I've put her 100% in charge of my finances. It was a very difficult thing for me to do because, frankly, I was a little embarrassed by where my books were at. And I talked to somebody locally, Randy Woodworth, who encouraged me, Tony, just humble yourself and let her take it over, and I promise you it'll be a relief in the end. And I will tell you that has helped my company grow a ton. Another thing that I don't enjoy doing is 
making videos and managing social media, even though that's something that is a very big part of our company. Um, and so I hired Zach Snyder, who's sitting right across from me. And Zach has become extremely proficient in video production. Some of you have seen some of his work. It's fantastic. Uh, we manage uh, almost 70 social media accounts, and Zach is primarily doing that uh, on his own. He's gotten good in graphic design. And so he's taking on some of these tasks that maybe aren't my strengths, but he's helping me accomplish them. And I could give you examples of other people that work for us that do those things. But practice self-awareness. Stop comparing yourself to everybody else. Stop looking at what everybody else is doing. Stop looking at what everybody else isn't doing. Stop looking at measuring your business by everybody else's definition of success. Determine for you what, what success looks like. Know what makes you happy. Know what you're good at and go after it. Stop trying to be everybody else. Stop getting on social media and comparing yourself to everybody else. It doesn't matter what everybody else is doing. What are you doing? Is what you're doing every day making you happy? Is what you're doing every day fulfilling your purpose? Is what you're doing every day truly what you enjoy? And if it's not, be aware of that and find a way to get there. But if I could encourage you to do anything, if you don't hear anything else, just stop comparing yourself to everybody else. Their journey is not your journey. Their way is not your way. Number five, practice gratitude. This is a word that I say to my kids all the time. Gratitude. Be thankful. We have so much. And in 2020, I want all of you to focus on being grateful. Count your blessings. Look around at all the good things you have. Think about all the things you have to be thankful for and stop complaining. If you don't like where you're at, do something about it. If you don't like where your business is, do something about it. Be grateful for where you're at. Be, be grateful that you're in a country that allows you to do what you want to do. If you have a job that you despise and that you hate, do something about it. You can do that. It's up to you, but stop complaining. Practice gratitude. And then lastly, just be happy. Just be happy. Life is too short to spend time being unhappy. You know, I've talked a lot on this podcast about hustle and about hard work and about putting in the time and going after it. And, and listen, that works for me. I like what I do. So to work 70, 80 hours a week sometimes, it doesn't bother me because it doesn't seem like work because I enjoy it. But maybe that's not your goal. Maybe that's not your thing. If you want to live on $35,000 a year and have a, a, a crappy apartment and eat whatever and j just so that you can be happy, then do that. There's no one telling you, there, there, there shouldn't be anyone telling you that you have to make a certain amount of money or drive a certain type of car or live in a certain type of house or wear certain types of clothes. Because honestly, everyone I know that has gotten to the point where they can afford that house and buy those clothes and buy that car, none of those things have ever made them happy. It's just the thing. It's just the thing that after time becomes a thing that you got to pay money for. And so do what makes you happy. Don't go after something just because you think that's what somebody else told you uh, that you have to go. Be happy. Be happy. And so strip everything away. All the noise, all the self-help books, all the inspirational, motivational speakers, all of the things that someone told you that you had to do, and just think about what really makes me happy. What do I enjoy? What is my purpose? And then do that. And I'm telling you, in 2020, you could find a way to make money doing just about anything. Just about anything. Go on YouTube and you'll find people making money talking about nonsense. But it's what makes them happy and they found a way to make money at it. So be happy. And if, you're, if, if you think what's going to make you happy is having a lot of money and a big house and a big you know, fancy car, 
then go after those things. Maybe that is what will make you happy. Hasn't worked for me. It hasn't worked for a lot of people I know. But what I'm saying to you is this year, determine I'm going to be happy. I'm going to get a vision. I'm going to get better at something that I do often. I'm going to audit my downtime, my 5 p.m. to my midnight. I'm going to practice self-awareness. I'm going to practice gratitude. And I'm going to focus on being happy. You can do it. Guys, listen, let's make 2020 our best year yet. But let's make this decade our best year yet. Go out there and crush it and do something great. As my mom always said, you can't and you never could until you tried. So go out there and try something great, my friends, and don't take the easy way out. We'll see you next time. Hey!